name is Fortune Teller Baba, and you're listening to the Hermit Style Podcast. Now, where's my brother? I need my 10 zenny back with 57 years interest. Welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast. Talking all about the Dragon Ball Supercard game. From competitive play to the world of collecting, with your host, Jimmy Bacon. Yo, yo, yo! What's up, everybody? Hermit Style Podcast. We're back. It is Friday, October 15th. We had to drop uh, a quick episode because... Uh, we had some crazy, some crazy things happen today. We had a bandless drop, so I brought on not one but two very special guests. Introducing the first one, we have Mr. Mike Ricciuti. What's up, everybody? I'm back. <laughs> you know, somebody paid me in Chipotle a couple weeks ago for me to come back. I couldn't make it back at that time, but I'm back now. Bandless got me coming out of my uh, cave, <laughs> take a break from watching the TikToks. So <laughs> Mike has been addicted to TikTok. <laughs> I'm, I'm three days in, at least 14 hours deep. <laughs> well, I'm sure everyone is excited to have you on. And uh, we also have the winner of the Hermit Style World Tournament. Uh, Sean, you may know him as Nemesis in the Discord, but took down the whole tournament with Starter Broly. Sean, welcome to the show. That's wild. You went with Starter Broly? That's crazy. I sure did. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, part of the prize for winning the World uh, Tournament is that you get to come on the show uh, from start to finish and kind of be a part of everything. So we just took the last 15, 20 minutes or so and planned out the episode together. And uh, now here we are. Yeah. But my, I mean, we can't just jump into everything. Mike, you have to like update people because everyone's wondering what, what has Mike been up to? Uh, uh, they uh, haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Um, I've been teaching school year started back up. I school sucks. Uh, we got a bus shortage. <laughs> so like we just out there hours way longer than we should be not getting paid. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, the kids suck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my son, he sucks. You did know. the kids, did the kids get you into TikTok? Is that what happened? Oh no, 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 no. My girlfriend, she been watching TikTok. Jimmy's fiance has been watching TikTok. Everybody just watched TikTok and like, I mean, I used to clown people for watching. I'm like, yeah, you're grown. What you doing? Oh, watching I do that? too. I still do. But, uh, <laughs> Pretty Mike, much. Mike slipped to the dark side, though. Yeah, I sure did. Because uh, I was watching TikTok with my girl. And uh, pretty much I was laughing for like, you know, a solid 15 minutes. I was like, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll download this. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. But then Facebook introduced something called Facebook Reels recently. Yeah, yeah, it's the not all of all of the social media is trying to knock it. Yeah, it's like it's just literally knock off TikTok. I said, OK, well, Facebook Reels is hilarious. So <laughs> TikTok, here I come. So, you know. And haven't haven't turned back well, yet. I'm up here downloading the songs. There, well, there's a song. This is bad, guys. This is really bad. What's the jouet? Yeah, they, oh they my got God. you, dude. Yo, anybody from Miami, like, listens to this, bro? I need to know what's the jouet. You know, put me on. <laughs> I tried. I really tried, and then it was like eight. 
back-to-back TikToks of people going, when the sun goes down, and I was like, I can't do it. I, I got to get off of here. I've never once even That's seen wild. this TikTok that he's talking about ever. That's crazy. It was everyone. <laughs> and they do the stupid dance, and they like put their arms like this, and they like roll their <laughs> arms. It's, nope. It's not funny. Someone, exp- I need someone to explain to me why it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I, have, I haven't seen it. The perk of not doing TikTok is you get to clown on people who do. So, you know, Jimmy, we can just clown on Mike That's all right. day. That's it's, right. It's, it's not worth, trust me. <laughs> it's, it's literally not worth. We're, we're <laughs> hey, in the man. middle of uh, Nats testing, and I'm just watching TikTok for five hours. <laughs> That's, you know, I just, I, what, what I spent on Nats so far, I spent at least 800 bucks so far on this Nats trip, and I think that watching TikTok is more important than the testing. <laughs> so... You know, getting a good laugh at me for watching TikTok, the laugh is better when you are watching the TikTok. <laughs> hey, man, there, there's a lot of teenage girls that agree. Ain't that your Don't whole worry. salary? Close, you know, very, very close. They pay us uh, a little bit better than teachers in some areas, but, I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. I gonna make top top what, yeah. top 16, top or top three. I don't know, whatever gets the 300 back, the promos, and then just hanging out <laughs> top, in California. Top 16, I think. Yeah, hanging out yeah. in Cali with the homies is cool. Four day vacation from work, leading into Thanksgiving break because you know you got that. I was like, hey man, oh, it, it baby. It, it's a good little rollover. I am all for the uh, the teacher raises though. Like, oh, yeah. Let them come to all the teachers. Please, well, I need to get paid please. Some more. I, uh, if they decide to pay me more money, I'd be. How's the most important job on earth? Get paid like that? It's ridiculous. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know why they pay us like that. Because half the teachers don't do shit. <laughs> but, but the ones who do their job. Well, that's it's like, true. It's like, damn. This is glorified babysitters, though, at this point to people. So, All right. Well, we do have a lot to get into today. Um, we're dropping another episode so soon because, obviously, the ban list dropped. So we had to get Mike on, get his takes. And, of course, we had to get Sean on because we have to talk about the world tournament. I uh, went through briefly how it was in the last episode. But now we get to kind of take a deep dive with Sean and his experience since he was actually in it um so we have a really fun episode today uh thank you for being here and uh, let's get into it news from the lookout all right so new there isn't much news because i went through all the news on the episode that literally dropped two days ago so if you want a long list of news because there's a lot you can go listen to the last episode uh but i do have two things uh first we have a new giveaway so, September giveaway is over. Congratulations to Immortal in the Discord. He won all three custom metal leaders. That was super dope. God damn, he's lucky. Yeah, he won that. You know the Bulma one, the old one? Oh, with, yeah. With uh, Bulma um, on the front. She's like the bunny girl. Yeah. And then yeah, on yeah. the back, it's like the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got that one. And the Zamasu and the, uh, what was the other one? It was Bulma. Oh, Cell Surge. Cell uh, Surge. Yes. So, uh, pretty, pretty good. Funny, too, because... Uh, Definitely Cell Surge was not popular when yeah. Chris got that. Chris no. C. Irv collects on Instagram. If you're not following him, go follow him. That's a good friend of ours. Mike's best friend. Yeah. And um, he's a big collector in the DBS space. So go show him some love. He donated those three cards for uh, for the podcast to give away. Yeah. That so was nice of him. That was super dope. Yeah. But it's just funny because uh, back then it was not that great of a deck <laughs> when and, he picked it up. And now it's the deck. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Funny how things mm. work out. But, uh, but yeah, so that, that was super dope. We got a new giveaway. Uh, this one is a custom metal leader made by the famous Chris Anderson. 
the man behind TCG Metals. Uh, this is, uh, but yeah, so we're going to give away, this is a cool one because this is the Vigex leader that I used to play with. It is. Uh, this is So this is one that brought me all the luck when I was on a, uh, you know, the, the webcam topping streak. Yo, the webcam warrior Jimmy Bacon, you know. <laughs> Him, uh, him and Michael Carrick got to duke it out for top webcam player <laughs> of the webcam era. It's just yeah, crazy. I don't know. I maybe missed one that I entered with this while I had this leader. So, you know, if you win this, you're guaranteed to top like nine webcam events. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really cool. They got the Gex. He's got some like uh, texture on there where he's doing the blast. It's pretty sweet. This was early in Chris's work when he had just started doing texture. And this is one of the first ones. So. Cool, cool little piece of history. So 50, fifty years from now, when TCG Metals is like, you know, the next, I don't know. He's like that guy that's the the Pokemon that that card that you have yeah. from around here. Mm -hmm. That shit's crazy. So I, I just imagine, you know, it's gonna be one of those things where it's like this card might be worth money down the line. That's just, right. That's I, right. I've kept my Donald tokens for this reason. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I use them all the time on Untap too. Shout, shout out to Donald Bookhart, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah so here's how to enter the giveaway all you have to do hop on youtube go to a hermit style podcast on youtube and subscribe that's it once you subscribe post a screenshot up in the discord that you subscribed and you are entered um, if you're not in the discord you can't enter easy fix Join the Discord. Yep. Uh, link is always in the description. It's everywhere. I post it on the Facebook groups. I post it on our Facebook page. Um, I will message it to you if you can't find it. But yeah, jump in the Discord. It's the best place to be. You guys don't need to hear me continue to talk about that. But once you're there, there will be a channel called October Giveaway. You can go there, post your screenshot of subscribing to the Hermit Style YouTube, and uh, you will be entered. If you want more entries, you can get them. Um, I think I might keep doing this. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to do it for this one again. If you want additional entries, you can invite people to the Discord. And if they join, for every person, unlimited entries that comes in, you get another entry to the giveaway. Uh, now, that said, I won't track it. So you have to put in the October giveaway channel, I invite it so-and-so. Okay. And uh, make sure that I see it. Obviously, please don't lie. Um, we'll just ban you if you lie. Right? So... <laughs> Ban you, ban list, you know, it all goes in That's line right. with each other. That's right. But yeah, so definitely get in on that. I'll post a picture of the leader so you guys can see them. This will run through October and end on um, this and midnight October 31st. Or I guess, well, technically midnight November 1st. PM. Yeah, there you go. 11.59, like, like, uh, right. like a blackboard assignment, yep. you know? Yep, that's it. So uh, <laughs> get in there. Uh, get in there. Get your, uh, get your entries, and if you want additional entries, of course, there are three extra entries given for Masterclass, and there are six entr extra entries given if you are in the Hermit-style elite in the Discord. All right, and then other than that, our only other news is the ban list. So let's just get into the main topic. Turtle School Weekly Focus. So ban list dropped today. Um... It was, I don't know, Mike, were you expecting this? Yeah, I knew. We. I knew all this was about to happen, except for Galactic Buster. But, I mean. I th you, yeah, Galactic Buster was most surprising. I think we all knew that deck was going to get hit based on results. Yeah. Um, like, Galactic Buster is, like, kind of out of left field, but at the same time it's not because just how many people were playing blue and that the new Kaba deck wouldn't, wouldn't have gained any traction with the Galactic Buster being around. Like, yeah. There would have been no incentivization to play this Kaba deck. 
with that. So they, I mean, it made sense. It was either get rid of Galactic Buster or get rid of the Soul Striker leader. It was one or the other. And before we hop too far into it, I'll go through quickly the um, the Facebook post made today. Um, you can, of course, see this for yourself if you'd like on the Dragon Ball Super Card Game Facebook page. But there was uh, there was three hits. So we have new banned card, uh, Violent Rush Bojack. Uh, it said the reason was that the presence of this card creates additional energy that any blue-yellow deck can utilize for strong defensive plays at minimal cost. We predict this card to become over-centralizing in the upcoming and future formats, so we decided to ban it to encourage exploration of new strategies. Uh, then we have uh, errata cards. We have Zamasu, the Eliminator. Um, I think both of these were the ones that definitely weren't surprising at all. Not at um, all. If you listen to the last podcast episode, we kind of talked about how we expected them to get hit. Uh, we talked about how a, at a minimum, Bojack would get hit, is basically what we said at a minimum. Uh, but we did talk about Zamasu. Uh, Zamasu got eroded, so now the post errata text is counterplay. Play this card, and if the battle card being played has an energy cost of four or less, return it to its owner's hand instead. And then lastly, we have Galactic Buster, which was also eroded. So the post errata text is activate battle. If your leader card is a Bojack Brigade card, and you choose one mono blue battle card with a combo cost of one in your energy. And I believe that's the only difference, correct? Yes. Yeah, everything else is everything else mm. is the same. Yeah. Um, so those those are the three hits. What about you, Sean? Were you were you surprised by these at all? Not really. Um, I was a little maybe surprised about Zamasu just for the simple fact that they were printing, you know, championship 2021 versions, which, you know, doesn't necessarily mean he's get, not going to get hit, but I thought that was a little right, surprising, right. but no, that's, but I mean, it's pretty much the usual suspects. It's about what I expected. So no surprises here. Yeah. I mean, if they didn't hit Zamasu, they have a problem with the whole set 50, that's what that's coming out right so if it, or is it four, yeah, if it, 15. yeah so if it, the whole the whole thing is, 15, is yeah. would have been fucked up because you wouldn't have been able to play any unison based deck like obviously you could you could play whatever you want but like you wouldn't be able to competitively mm-hmm. play at nats with any of the unison based decks because like your opponent's like i charge a blue yellow turn one i charge a blue or a yellow on turn two go and you're like i'll play my unison they're like uh no and you're like oh my deck, my deck doesn't work. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. So especially if you got game. one that <laughs> especially if you got one that, you know, awakens off unison, you know, that just really sucks. Yeah, I that's it. It's 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 it was just too overwhelming to like have at like in the game period, but at Nats that would have been a shit show. Absolute shit show. Also, yeah. it would have been a million draws if everybody was just playing Zamasu decks. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It's like, it, we already saw it, right? We already yeah. saw that happen. We saw Gen Con was a bunch of draws, but like, and that was when people weren't really realizing how strong Zamasu Eliminator was. Now you had like people display it over and over and over again. It's kind of like the auto pick was to play as a Zamasu Eliminator deck. So people ain't doing nothing until turn four at the min. All right, man. You know, you're just saying draw go <laughs> for way too long. But uh, I do think that. They shouldn't have eroded it. They should have just limited it to one. I would I would have preferred it limited to one. I agree. Because, I mean, I always hate erratas. I think erratas are dumb. Yep. But. We've always been on the same page on that. The issue with, like, outside of erratas being dumb is that the card is still, like, way too good. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, it doesn't well, mess with unisons. That- but, like. It is better than Vegeta the Cruel, Champa the Trickster. It's better. It's literally. It's literally just a better card than those cards now. Like Champa the Trickster and does go through barrier, 
Like, cause I, I've been like weighing out which one's better to play this format. Tom Trickster goes through barrier, draws you a card. Cool. Uh, Zamasu rests the card, not ignoring barrier, and draws you a card. But if you're playing a battle card for and under, I get to bounce to your hand and then rest another card. That's far too powerful, like power scaling wise. And it's indestructible and it's blue yellow, where Tom's Trickster doesn't combo off the board for a rival. And they just printed a shit ton of rival cards to play. So it just, mm-hmm, it's right. se- it, the card seems a little too pushed. I would have just preferred it at one. Would have been, been more reasonable to me that way, but it is what it is. So that, that's funny because. The way I look at it, I generally hate when they limit a card because, um, you know, if it's like an important like bedrock card, like, you know, like three drop cell or something back in the day, like you have effectively killed that archetype or at least, you know, that archetype, if you're playing it basically becomes janky. But um, at the same time, if that person is playing a one of and they draw into it, it just feels bad to lose to that. Like, dang, you got lucky. He drew his one of I lose. But I think I actually agree with you here because, you know, yeah, they, they took away the unison effect. But if you're playing blue-yellow, you should absolutely still be playing for the Samasu. You know, he's too good not to. He just does absolutely everything. You know, draws a card, rests a card, um, you know, the energy exhaust effect. So, yeah, I, I would have loved to see a ban or, you know, if not ban, then limit. So, yeah, don't don't love the errata here. Yeah, so, uh I think that they were trying to let us play with our gold stamp card. I think that's what, that's what it was. They're like, damn, this card's exactly. way too good. Well, exactly. We, we just printed it as a gold like promo, so we gotta keep it around. And I mean All right, but here here all right, so here's a real question though. This is gonna sound dumb, right? But mm-hmm. once I say it, bear with me. The everyone is assuming, and I think they're probably correct. Everyone though that I've talked to is assuming that everything out of the counterplay is staying. Like the permanent for like energy exhaust. Yeah. That's all staying. However, they wrote out all of, didn't they write out all of Galactic Buster? I believe so. Yeah. They but did, they did but not that write was all, all of Zamasu. One, but that oh. was all one auto. Zamasu is separate effects. It's the counter and then the auto is the other I'm just the saying, they said this is the post errata text. Do we have a hundred percent confirmation that it does not have all the other text? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Correct. We yeah, do. Yeah, well, we okay. Do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, which called I have been told by a judge through, okay. a, through a person who talked to the judge today. Okay, that cool. the card they just changed counter effect. They didn't change the other effects. Okay, that's what I wanted to know because yeah. I was like, I I get like I'm with everyone, but I'm like, they didn't 100 percent specify. You're not wrong. You're, you definitely could see like, oh, you left that part off, but no, they didn't. All though. right, cool. We when I say we are talking about a uh, crossroads TCG format known as a uh, MRG. Uh, they've been playing since the ban list came out. They just two people have been on playing all day at some point, at least. So yeah, they've been playing with the cards all day. Uh, they were asking similar questions, so they hit up. Uh, I want to say Fastbender, but it might have been a might have been uh, Eric. I don't. I can't. I, I don't know. But pretty much, they told me that it works that way. So okay, cool, cool. And then Zamaso Zamaso Goins actually dumb. Me and our former national champ, Jordan Markle, have made the argument that Zamasu could have stayed. But Bandai is way too big of pussies to do what they're supposed to do, to be <laughs> honest. Like, all right, 
I, I don't All right, Mike, what what was your ban list? Oh, what was my oh my yes. ban list was nuts. Yeah, I know it was. That, this right. is what everyone wants to hear. <laughs> my ban list was get rid of Android 17. That card's gotta go. Okay. Get rid of Foo. That okay. card's gotta go. And everybody's like, damn, so like everybody already playing these long games. Those are the gaming. Those are cards. both on my list last night. They're like, those I, are that's it. They should yeah. be on your list. They're broken cards. Right. Everybody's when like, I, well, when we picked a top three, right, in mm-hmm. the last episode that I recorded, like two days ago, yeah. it was Foo 17 and Bojack. See, the Bojack part, I'm I'm leaving Bojack legal. I'm going to tell you why I'm leaving Bojack legal after I get through this okay, list. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Sensu Bean, number three. Sensu Bean is the most broken card in this game. That was on my list, too. Like, Sensu yes. Bean has been in every Nats winning deck since we've had Nationals. Yep. That is actually a problem mm-hmm. when a card is that prevalent. It is the reason why you even play blue-yellow. You do not play blue-yellow for any other cards. You have other cards, yep. but if you took Sensu Bean away from blue-yellow, they would never play it. Like you could take Zabasu Eliminator away from them, they'd still play blue yellow. Take uh take away the any card. Any card in the deck, you except for Sensu Bean. Bojack, <laughs> they're still gonna play it. But you take away Sensu Bean, I bet you their deck become mono whoa, whatever. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> so it's just like Sensu Bean's gotta go based off of that. And that's why it should have been Sensu Bean over Zamasu. Like if they're both in the same deck, one has won two nationals, the other one hasn't won anything. Here's what I don't understand. They took away... This is the point I made the other night. I want to see if you agree with me. They took away Bojack for the fact that it enables more plays that untaps energy. Sensu Bean is the same thing. The exact same thing, actually. So why did they not hit Sensu Bean? You know know what I'm saying? If if this is your premise, this is your reasoning, this is why I'm hitting Bojack, how do you leave... Like, what is the reasoning then for leaving Sensu Bean? Do you want to know the real reason? There's two reasons why why they've left it. The first reason is for cells. Like you left it because you have archive with a mythic archive booster thing coming out and there's right, a reprint right, right, right. Sensu being in there. Okay, so you yeah, left but, it. I mean, we've seen them hit cards that are getting reprinted though. Yeah, but this one that's a big seller right there. Yeah, it is. Them. It is. And the other reason they did it was because if you hit Bean, the deck you're pushing is Kaba. Right. You need Sensu Bean. Right. There you go. Like they just like it's still for sales, but it's for a different reason. Like the these la, la, up two coming up these two upcoming products need Sensu Bean pretty much. And like you could tell they're pushing Kaba because one, they got the SPR uncommon unison. They got the SPR multicolor card. They got two two leaders from U6 and one that's never happened before. Yeah. In this game. They just they were pushing both, their, blue. both blue. They're pushing the U6 because they know people love U6. So and those decks both required Bean. There was no way that they were gonna hit Bean, but they should have because Bean should be gone. Other cards on my list, Goku Annihilation. That card is dumb. Like, who? SS4. Pr- yeah, SS4 yeah. Annihilation. Who printed that card? That card literally hinders everybody's style of play. You're like, oh, yeah, I got Sparking Negate. That ain't Sparking no more. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. Um, and I, I mean, I always say Champa, but you got you had to leave Champa. But I would have, I would have errata SS3 Thording. You're talking about further indestruction. Yeah, further Champa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have errata Gogeta or limited to one, one or the other. And then, honestly, I would have banned the Dark Bro Unison. Like, it just, that card is Ribrian. Because a lot of people in the main group, like, get banned Ribrian or leader lock it to green only. But Ribrian is not the problem. Ribrian costs two energy. That is a fair rate yeah. for discarding two cards. Dark Broly is, is what actually ends the game, though. Exactly. Dark Broly is Ribrian every turn. And it ends the game, though. Like, right? it, ends the, <laughs> it ends the game. Yeah. Like, it can kill you. Ribrian can't kill you. Ribrian is costing two energy every turn, and it's your choice. Dark Broly says, hey, man, pop a card, discard a card. Now activate this DeBoer that grabs a ball and makes you discard a card. And that act- all that interaction is free. 
So I would have got rid of Dark Broly, or I would have limited the Dark Parasite to one, or just did both of them. Like, you know, if you wanted to hurt Cell. But clearly that wasn't their intent. Their intent was just to quiet the crybabies on the main group because the, the cards they hit are literally the cards from Soul Striker and Icarus when there's definitely other problems that are in the game right now. So it's a, it's a little disheartening. Oh, how do y'all feel about D magic? It sucks. I, I, <laughs> I honestly wish they would just ban D magic and leave most everything else blue alone. Cause I think it's dumb as hell that, you know, I, you attack a blue deck and they, you know, they don't have to manage their energy at all. Cause they have free D magics and they gain energy off you attacking them. Yeah. We had to take a life though. Yeah. I mean, I think D magic's awful. Like, uh, all the blue decks I'm playing right now? Like, what, Like even when we play Blue Baby, right? Blue Baby, like, the one card, mm -hmm. I was like, i draw it, and I'd be like, damn, it's another D-Magic. Yeah, yeah I, I would charge D-Magic. Like, <laughs> oh, the card's yeah. just not that good. Yeah. It's neg one, um, like, from hand. And in these games, where the play style the game is at right now, it's attrition. Like, you negging one to negate my single attack? Sure. <laughs> like, it go, did the same thing. Yeah, it did. What, it if did I wasn't what, going to combo, it exactly. did the same thing. And that because we're playing games that go seven, eight, nine, ten turns. So like going neg one to stop an attack seems super bad right now. I would say like sure. before it was a lot better because you know the game wasn't there. It was like you know there wasn't that much of a battle of attrition. It was more of did you get your combo off? Can I stop your combo? Blah 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 stuff like that. Now it's literally I'm trying to play the most uh, energy efficient cards and drain your hand of cards. So D magic sucks. That's 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 fair, but I mean you get to tap out on your turn with almost no repercussion. No, the and then you oh, can no, the, D magic. The, the, the repercussion is taking your life. Like so when you play a deck when like Soul Striker plays, right? And they're like, okay, tapped out, which is like rare, but if they tap out because they want to use their draw leap or whatever, they tap out and they have to D magic to get out of the attack that's coming up, the double strike. Well, yes, I didn't get to double strike you. At the same time, you took a life. I don't care if you untap two. What are you going to do with the two energy? I really want to know. You don't have any combo into play cards. That's like the deck doesn't do that. You have arrival cards at best, and that's nothing wrong with that. But that's also another neg one from hand to arrival the card in a combo area and then the card you play. Mm -hmm. So you just went neg three. I'll take you going neg three because you can't kill me the next turn. That's like where the game's at right now. You just, mm -hmm. you're, you're not killing me. So you're negging cards and you're, it's going to hopefully. Get me to a point where I'm ahead of you and you just lose. But the problem is blue has 17. So sometimes it just doesn't matter if they get down on cards because they 17 and that's like the great equalizer and they just win the game. That's dumb. That's why cards have been banned. So like, but D magic can be frustrating if you're playing like, let's say I was playing uh, like my Boma deck where there's very few cards I have to win the game in my Boma deck. Yeah. D magic sucks for me right there. But if I'm playing these like, Bar out war cry these style decks where I'm playing cards like that just don't matter. Then I don't care at all about D Magic. So it's just it's, it's all about what's like in the meta, what people are playing. Like Marcel, he builds a blue deck. He doesn't even play with D Magic at all in his deck. It's crazy. Like he plays zero negates. I'm like, shit, no negates, man. He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, I'll beat you in the combo step. And and does. You're just like, all right. Yeah. You're like, all right, man. I guess you just you know the combo math that good. Like D Magic going neg one from hand is such a big deal right now. It blows my mind. Like when people are just like willing, I'm playing on untap, I'm playing randoms, and it was like D magic. I'm like, all right, man, that's cool. <laughs> You've lost the game. Thank you, bud. 
So like I don't know. It's it definitely had had a time where it could have been warranted for being banned, definitely. But like now, I think it's like working its way out of people's decks, like or getting lower numbers because it's just not that good anymore. Sean, what what other cards would you have liked to see banned? Because I know Sean's like I hear you, but fuck D Magic. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I and of course, you know, even if you don't tap out, if you leave one open, you still gain energy. But I do I do get it, especially with the way things are now, you know, death by a thousand cuts, you know, it's not nearly as good. Uh in my mind, um, I mean just freaking what everyone else is crying about, uh Super Saiyan three uh Gogeta thwarting. I don't it's not like completely broken, but it's just ridiculous value for one. I'll say that. I think it's way too good value for one. Um, honestly, that's about it. I don't have much to complain about. I got a lot to complain about. <laughs> I don't know. I think that Bandai's ran the game to a point now where they're making a lot of mistakes and we don't see them until two sets later. So... The things that I think are mistakes right now, like when I look at card designs, we won't see it until next March, May, when it, right. when it matters. Because right now we're still stuck in this like set 11 meta. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah have, we are. It's wild. They, they have not got rid of set 11 yet. And they're not because they reprint set 11, which is right, right, right. dumb of them. But like set 11 decks are the best decks. It's so crazy. The funny thing is it feels like they're just, it, it feels like it's, it's like listening, but not acting quickly. Right. Because. Mm-hmm. When they said they were reprinting, people were stoked. Now I'm depressed. Now I feel like shops that ordered that rip. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna have a lot of products sitting on the shelf. Yep. Good. I'm glad that the shop that I ordered for, I only ordered three cases of each one because this shit sucks. Like the cards have lost so much value, not from being reprinted, but through ban lists. Like almost all of Set Eleven has been banned or touched. Almost every last piece of it. What's the point of it? Like yeah. they should go ahead and cancel that reprint run. <laughs> This is terrible. <laughs> or, like, you're like, you're like, reprint it with the erratas. Yeah, you're like dark Broly, unplayable. Red Broly, unplayable. Green Go Tanks, unplayable. Majin Vegeta, unplayable. Baby, unplayable. SS4, now unplayable. Like, G- Icarus is the last standing soldier because there's Icarus and <laughs> Icarus, SS4 Son Goku, and Garlic Jr. Icarus has been dominant. As a four-son Goku has a couple tops, Garlic Jr. has been dog shit since they printed it. It's, it's never going to be good, apparently. It's, but those two, as a four and Icarus, they're next. It's coming, you know? Where it's going to be like, you can't play these decks. So. I think the thing about Icarus, though, is don't you just move to the next yellow lead? Like, I feel like there's still oh, other yellow leads you can play. Nah, I don't, I don't think so. You don't I think mean, so? I mean, I think you could play them. I don't yeah. think they're as good, like, Icarus drawing two cards from turn two up is like terrible. Like I'm I'm playing the deck. I have 20 cards in my hand. Why the hell do I have 20 cards in my hand? <laughs> I'm like, that's not even I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, but you don't think if they hit Icarus, you don't think that the next just the next yellow lead in line would be relevant? It'll be relevant, but it won't be the best deck. Okay. Yeah, it would just be the same. Cause you know, there's been good generic yellow debt deck dot exe, you know. Like when uh, the Gotenks fusion deck came out and all that, uh, and they haven't really been that good, and they've been mostly the same cards. Um, it was really when Mecha came out, and then when people realized that Gohan draws two every turn, that it really you know exploded into something ridiculous. But 
I think it would just be basically the same deck, but not nearly as effective. Yeah, they'd play the same cards minus the higher dragons, and their deck just wouldn't be as good. I've tried it. I've played with Go Tanks because I dashy played blue yellow Go Tanks at Gen Con. Right, scrubbed with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no shot to him by that, but like you know, I was like, I'm interested. He had, Dash is a good player. I want to see what he was thinking. So yeah. I played the deck, and I'm like, yeah, this is nowhere near as good as Icarus. Really? Okay. Yeah. I played Ye- that. That was where my head was. That was just you just played Go Tanks. No, it's not as good. Yeah. I played Yellow Broly, not as good. I played the new Turles leader. <laughs> Joke. That deck's terrible. <laughs> so I, was like, <laughs> I know you were talking about it. <laughs> it's like, like yo, know, what's going on here? So it's like, yeah, it, you play the cards and they wouldn't be like useless, but they wouldn't be what they are now. They're just broken in Icarus because you're like, I've been drawing two cards a turn since turn two. Damn, you suck, yeah. bud. Yeah. So I just. I don't know. Like they should have hit Icarus, so that they should hit Icarus. Should have hit Soul Striker. And when I say hit them, I mean hit those leaders, not the cards in their deck. Just like ban those leaders and see where the format goes from there. Like that. I, I think Soul Striker is going to get hit eventually. Uh, yeah, because eventually it's got to get. It, hit. it hinders product sales. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with this power because actually Soul Striker's numbers have been terrible. It has been terrible. It's just it's so like generic. So generic. It's so generic. It has every good word written on it. It's a, it's blue. It's saying untapped two energy is like, God damn, why would I, what other blue, what blue leader could surpass that? You're like, I don't know, man. One that's untapped three. Yeah, that's not happening. So, <laughs> it's so just- let's, uh, so let's talk a little bit now. I think we've, we've gotten into what we would have liked to see banned. Um, but let's go directly into where we think this takes the format. Do you think it like, how do you guys think it, it mixes things up? Or do you think the same decks are pretty much still the same decks? What what do you think this does to the uh, current so format? I think Surge Cell was the winner of the ban list. Not because they didn't get anything banned, but because the Masu got eroded. So now they can safely play Dark Broly. Yep. Uh, and that's just like, I now feel empowered to play Surge Cell. I'm like, oh shit, there's no Zamasu to mess with me? I'm going to play Surge Cell. Because you just can't stop my Dark Broly. And I'll take your whole hand from you now. Um, That's what five that's five cards after hand on turn three now like maybe six depending on if i have the toa so yeah i sir sells a winner it's i think it went up it was probably deck number three in the format now it's probably deck number two or one uh icarus is still going to be icarus because you're playing it for bean you're not playing it for for bojack um soul striker i think did get worse to be honest not because it definitely is a winner because you can't bounce their unison, right? But right, you can safely play it. I think they're a loser because they don't have Zamasu working the way it did work for them, though. So, like, it's a double edged sword. Yeah, they needed Zamasu so bad against Surge Cell that I don't think the trade off was, was fair for them, or not, not fair, but good for them, I should say. Uh, Gogeta's definitely a winner because if Surge Cell's better, Gogeta's better. Right. So it's just like, that's a winner of the format, but I don't think there's any room for innovation, to be honest. Like I've been playing nonstop and watching people play nonstop and what's better than 20 cards in hand. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. What's better than no cards in hand. (laughs) Nothing. You know? So it's just like, you got to find decks that are better than those decks. The one that either takes all your cards or the one that has way too many cards. There's a, I don't I think if someone was like, oh, this red deck is good. How? Please explain. Red decks can't be good right now. A pure green deck can't be good right now. And like, you could play them. You could crush your locals. You might top a webcam with them. You know, no argument there. 
We're talking about Nats. There is no way you're walking in a room with Andrew Duvall, Justin Rios, Jordan Markle, Dayhunt. Like, come on, man. Like, you're not playing these goofy decks against these guys. If you do play these goofy decks against these guys, you went to, you went to California for a vacation, not to play in a tournament. Like, that's that was your choice. And I don't blame you because that's what I'm probably going to do. <laughs> but, like, you didn't go there to win. You went there to just hang out. Because 20 cards in hand is a lot. Zero cards in your hand is, is also a lot to have to deal with. So there's no really in-between. The aggro decks, besides Gogeta, are kind of sus. I will say that I do think that uh, Gogeta is the aggro deck you could play, though, because it does have a decent hand size due to its leader effect. Sure. But it's been so bad against Acorus. It wasn't Zamasu and Bojack making it bad against Acorus, though. That wasn't the That wasn't the issue. It's the fact that Icarus has so many cards in hand, and they can just out-combo, final flash. They have just enough interaction for what you have going on. Mecha Repost is very good against the deck. Uh, I just, I don't I don't think the format changed at all. I think people who try to highlight the format change either didn't play enough of the format or don't understand the format. There was zero changes for, from the ban list. Maybe set 15, Kaba is a relevant deck. Maybe the Red Broly deck. Uh, if someone shows me Turles working out, hey, man. uh the gohan deck field spell like the like it's this weird launch type deck like maybe but they're not there's no way that those decks are nats winning decks or they might top nat top 32 they're not even going to top 16 like you have that surprise factor yeah like you might go x21 and get like 30th or something like that sure but you're not about to go x11 and make and make top cut with those decks there's no way like there's just too much dependency on cards card engines are too big it's just it's not worth playing over Icarus, who's like, oh, only only four cards that's played a mandatory are higher dragons, like so it's just too good. And Man, like, yeah, I think everyone can tell it's been a while since you've been on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every every question my spin asked, he's like, mm, he's on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I say, I mean, I I'm playing a lot, like I play way too much actually. Uh, so it's just like. Cause we've been, we've been ever since we knew there was in person as we came back from Gen Con, we started testing four nets. Right, right, right. And we knew Zamasu was going to be not Zamasu. We knew Bojack was going to be gone. That was like apparent. We played. We were all at Gen Con. We all saw how many people played it. We saw the judges talking about they got to do something about this card. So we're like, oh, this shit's gone clearly. So right. we've been play testing without the card. I haven't played a deck with Zamasu at all. Not Zamasu, but Bojack at all. We knew that Zamasu could get touched. We weren't sure how. So. We've tested it with the being limited one. We tested it like with the errata it does have. We even tested it as if it didn't have the energy exhaust part on it at one point. Just seeing like where the card was at. So the Glider Buster thing, none of us tried. But I came to the conclusion I don't even like Glider Buster like that no more. So don't need to test if I don't like the card like that. But certain decks needed that card to operate. Right. So that hurts those decks a lot. Yeah. Um, Sean, what about you? Are there any other decks that you feel got pushed a certain way or anything that, um, you think differently about? Uh, I want to let you know that I'm personally offended about that, uh, goofy deck comment. <laughs> so you should, but, um, I shouldn't be offended, man. I don't mean, I never like, like uh, I hear me out. Right. I'm saying I'm, I'm being, Mike I'm, plays almost exclusively goofy. I decks. exclusively play goofy decks, man. Like I'm not trying to find like, I love playing goofy decks, but I do know that like when you enter a room with the big name players, the goofy decks don't beat those guys. You know what I mean? Like that, the amount of hours and time that they put in. Uh, I was going to say, I am only joking. Um, I actually <laughs> 100% agree with you. I don't think the meta has really changed at all. Maybe we see like a rogue uh, King Piccolo or something, but uh, 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. You know, Kid Icarus, um, Cell Surge, and then, uh, um, you know, maybe Gogeta Zeno. But, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't think much has changed at all here. Yeah, I see. It's like, I encourage everybody to play Goofy decks, bro. Like, I love, I love playing Goofy decks. Like, if you could see what's loaded up on my untapped, like, there's no way you can play. <laughs> I play a lot of Goofy decks, man. <laughs> I own a lot of Goofy deck cards, too. But it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, you're going to, you're going to play the deck against really good players at Nats. And it's just like, damn, I should have brung X deck. I should have brung like surge cell or whatever. It's just, it's going to feel that way because they all play against those decks. They've played like the exploration of a good player in DBS. Like you, most players don't get to see it, but like now I'm, I'm on crossroads. I literally see the exploration of everything. Dude, we've been, we've, we played yellow Bojack leader. We were testing that deck. after we, we were testing everything. So like they've explored it, they know how the decks work. They're not taken off guard by any of it. That, you see what I'm saying? So like versus like on a webcam, I'm likely to play somebody who has no idea what the hell I'm doing. All right, man, you they're gonna lose. Like I'm I'm not saying my goofy deck. They have it's not a bad deck. It's just goofy, and these people don't know what the cards are. I win. <laughs> like, but if I go to like Nats, where a large portion of the people who are gonna top, they know what these cards are. I gotta play them in in the later rounds. I just lose. And all it takes is going X2 to not make top 16. So, bad time. What do you think, Jim? I think, I don't, like, I, I get what you're saying, that it's, like, the same. Mm -hmm. But it's still slightly different, right? Like, it, it can't be exactly the same because we're even, you're even talking about decks that have been pushed up or down. Yeah. Right? So, it's it's the same in that there's no new decks that's introduces, really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it definitely changes how you need to look at testing, how you need to... Really, um, if you guys listened to a recent episode we did on deck building, we talked a lot about um, analyzing a format. So you need to think differently about what you're walking into, I think, when you go to Nats. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Like, you I don't want that to be misconstrued. And yeah. I think that's what you meant as well. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They're going up and down. Like, I now expect Cell Surge to be more prevalent than Blue Decks. I, I agree. I, I think, personally, I was looking into Blue Decks, and I feel like Blue as a color is almost unplayable. Yeah, I I don't like it. I think I think it's real suspect. There are some things you can do to enhance like your blue decks that, but they're just. It feels terrible. Yeah, it's just like it doesn't. It's like it's like you're it's like you're going in being like, yeah, I want to fight an uphill battle all day. Correct. Why do you want to do that against like you said the best names <laughs> in the game are going to be there? I'm not trying to do that, Bro, dog. I'm trying to hop on a longboard and just coast. I think. <laughs> in my honest opinion, is third cell is the best deck to play at nets. I don't think it wins Nats. Like I know that like, some people might be in the main group. And they see people talking about Sir Cell's going to win Nats, but I don't think it's going to win Nats. It's going to be the most well prepped for. Be the most, it has literally an easy cyborg card for it. You know, right. in Deborah. You don't but, have to think to get ready for Cell Surge. Yeah, but the thing about Cell Surge is it's a deck that won't draw. Like mm -hmm. you, you, not, you have zero draws by the end of the day. Yeah, you win a lot of game ones, and even if your opponent beats you game two because they went first with their and they have their Deborahs, well. There's game three. You go first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's a huge advantage right there. So the way I see it is like it's the deck that gets the most most game one wins and it's guaranteed to get another go first if, if they lose game two. So if I'm going to if I'm going to win ninety nine percent of my game ones. Sure. And then you have to draw Deborah and I just have to play my deck. Which which one's more likely to actually happen? You don't draw Deborah. I play my deck. You lose. OK, you drew Deborah. I don't have the out like. I lose. Okay, game three. I win because I win first. So it's just like, I don't know, that deck's very well positioned. If you wanted to go into Nats and give yourself the best shot at, like, 
doing well for the day, it's sell surge. If you're it's very consistent too. Yeah, it's very consistent. There's, there's no way you're not gonna have an inconsistent draw. Uh, if you want to go to Nats and try to win the event, you definitely play Icarus, blue yellow. Like that's what you just play. Yeah. Blue yellow is won every Nats. Yeah, you just it's literally won every Nats. There's no way you don't play a blue yellow. Day. Now, if you play a blue yellow with a blue lead, it, that's a trap. I mean, I said it earlier in the Discord. I, I just think all the blue decks are traps. A couple of them will top for sure because some really good players will play them because they love playing blue. But don't get that misconstrued. Like I don't think I think that's a problem in this community. People misconstrue deck success versus the player success. Yep. Like, if Andrew Duvall tops playing Soul Striker, sure, man. Was it Soul Striker or was it Andrew Duvall? I'm telling you now, it was Andrew Duvall. It wasn't, it wasn't Soul Striker. He could have topped playing anything. We literally watched at Gen Con, Justin Rios should have won the event, but he ended up getting top four with Hatchiak, and it was he didn't know a single card in his deck, like, at all. <laughs> he knew zero cards in his deck. He was handed the deck in the middle of round one. Like... <laughs> He's like, like round one's like everybody's setting up and stuff like that. So they hand him the deck. He doesn't look at death, knows nothing. This guy's undefeated in the last round. What do you mean? And he only loses game one because of the person who wrote the person who wrote his deck list messed up. So he received a game loss, had to play without SS4 Goji to Thwarting, and still beat Doval in game two against the blue deck. That's <laughs> like, dude, just, yo, when someone's good at the game, they're good at the game. And it's just like they're gonna win with whatever. It doesn't matter. People, they're playing on a different level, a different platform of the game than you are. And you just, a lot of people don't realize. I'm like, he was playing a deck he'd never seen. It's, it blew my mind. He sat down next to me. He's like, yo, what do we do if this happens? I was like, explain to him. He's like, okay. And goes and kills the tournament. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So that, that right there, that's that's proof in its own, right? Like this guy's never played the deck. Doesn't know card in the deck list at all. He gets top four. Should have won the event. Like he should have won with ease. That's like the player. Absolutely. And people will say, oh, Hatchiac's good. I'm like, I don't know if Hatchiac's good right there. I mean, I like the deck, but like, is it like going to win events? I don't know about winning events. You'll top with it, sure. But like, will you win an event? I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> I don't know about winning. Like, because there's just cards that beat that deck. Like, people play them. But player success versus deck success, if I see, if all the Soul Striker names are like top 20 players in the game, it's not Soul Striker being successful. That's them. Now, if I hear if Joe Joe Baloney from Tennessee tops Nats playing Soul Striker, hey man, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong at that point. I'm not saying that he can't be good, but like I'm gonna go ahead and say if I never heard of you, you know, and you're at Nats, I'm not saying you're not good, but you're definitely not a big name player in the game. So I'm gonna say the deck also you and the deck got there, you know. But if I see Justin Rios playing Soul Striker, is in sure man. Justin Rios got the not not the deck, so it's, that's just how I see it. Uh, that's what I oh, I a hundred percent agree. That's what kills me about you know sheeple, where you know they see oh this deck won, let me hop on that deck's dick and just you know all those cards sell out. But it's like, well, I mean, obviously it's a card game. There's some luck involved, but there's a lot of skill involved too. And you know the pilot is I feel like you know the most important part of the game. So. You have these top players winning with whatever, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that deck is, I mean, the deck's probably not bad, but that doesn't mean it's like the best deck. You know, you just have these incredible pilots with tons of practice, you know, um, just making these decks work. You are not wrong at all. I played somebody from a discord of my locals the other day. He was playing one of the newer players in our community. The newer players complaining about the deck, you know, it's like the matchup. 
I'm like, this matchup's free, dude. I, I, don't, I sit down, I win the game easily. I didn't have to even look hard at that. Just like, Gogeta, 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 game, right? Dude was like, yeah, it's game. So I'm like, you know, you can't just copy a deck list and expect success. You have to you have to put the time in. So that's where the goofy decks, that's why I said they don't really do that well because people who ha- are getting that success have put the time in, not just with that deck, but with every deck. They've played them all. Right, right. Um, yeah, so... Before we uh, before we move on past this ban list, I think it's been a really good discussion on the ban list. Um, I have to ask you this, Mike, and then we're gonna get into the, to the world tournament results that Sean was in. What do you feel about Blue Baby? Because that that everyone listening, I won't say everyone. I'd say eighty percent of the people mm-hmm. listening are like, "Can we still play Blue Baby?" <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, can you still play Blue Baby? Yeah, go grab twelve Oceanuses. I mean, twelve. 12 Oce- <laughs> you fucking win. <laughs> yeah. Go cheat. grab four, straight up cheat. Four, four Oceanuses, four four Gohans, four uh, Vegetas. Right, you just play the 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 twelve floodgates, serving off your Gohan, combo off your Vegeta if they don't attack no more, and combo off your Oceanus if they don't attack no more. Uh, deck's fine actually. Um, the biggest, the biggest issue with the deck, in my opinion, is how do I kill my opponent from four to zero? If my opponent's an idiot and goes to goes to three, this game's over. But like they're at four, it will be very hard to kill them. And that right there raises the question of how do you fix that part? I'm exploring it because you know I do love some blue baby, but uh, that's the issue. And search cell, can you solve that matchup? I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Surge that's cell. what that's what put me off testing it recently. <laughs> yes. Can you solve the surge cell issue? And can you figure out how to kill from four to zero? Like four to zero is a big deal. I don't know. I don't I haven't figured out how I've tested the deck maybe like 10 games recently. This past week, maybe maybe 10 games. I was waiting for the ban list to really give it a shot because it was killing me playing uh my use into Zamosity Eliminator. I'd be like, baby, they're like yeah. Zamosity Eliminator. Like, man, baby. Uh, this ba- is- no, my, I literally, the other day I was playing with um, Armando and I was playing, the, I was playing the baby unison. Mm. I literally played it four turns in a row. I got it Zamasud four t- I said, yeah. you got all four. God Bro- damn. <laughs> Broken. That's to say like, so now it's worth revisiting. Uh, probably actually when, we, when I get done here, I'm probably going to go actually play the deck uh, tonight against uh the other stuff that we're testing but no i mean I, honestly it is a deck that i'm considering for nets there's like five decks i'm considering it's on the list it hatchiac surge cell uh red bulma weirdly enough and vigex those are the decks i've been looking at heavy uh vigex sucks to be honest i just i don't know man the black sand bullets are cool to me I was like, I want to play them. You know, like they uh, definitely, but they definitely like hinder some of, some of the strategy in the format. But I don't think they're good enough, so it probably get crossed off real soon. But it, it had like three days of successful testing, and I was like, damn, maybe Vigex is real. I don't, I don't know, but it's on my list, and it would make more sense for me to play Baby than any other deck at Nats. But I, uh, I'm I'm leaning towards Sir Seller Hatch over it. Those two, I think, are ahead in my book. Sir Cell. My games would be over fast. Hatch, I'm only playing one game. <laughs> so, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> you know, it's those two options sound way better than 17 my opponent twice in you know in an hour and 10 minutes. So yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Well, I think that that pretty much wraps up our discussion on the ban list. Um, is there anything we missed before we move on that uh, Mike or Sean, either of you, wanted to say about the ban list? Ben, I do a better job, you know? Don't just <laughs> listen to people cry about X cards. Uh, 
please play test the game, figure out what your actual issues with your game are, and then correct them there. Because the issues are deeper than just these three cars they touched. There's the issues are rooted in the leaders and the type of car design that you pushed early on in Unison Warrior, and now you're trying to go away from it. But you can't go away from something as powerful as what you pushed in the beginning without like taking it away. So, or keeping it on par, but they're not keeping it on par. Yeah, they're not keeping it. On. If they would if literally if Cabo said untapped two on defensively, I would it would have been a good deck. I, I, I truly believe it would have been on the same level as Soul Striker. Like the, well, do I want untapped two defensively or offensively? It's a question, right? And we know playing things defensively in this game is generally better. So, right. Which would have been, dang, that, that would have been really cool. Yeah. It's, it's it would have been really cool to have an offensive and defensive. Soul Striker type yeah, effect. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been really cool. But they didn't do it. They were like, oh, untap one. What the hell am I do with one, man? Like, <laughs> like you know, it's silly, but whatever, though. Sean, anything else you wanted to hit on before we move on? Um, Yeah. Just, you know, Mike's, Mike's right. There's a lot of knee jerk reactions, I think, from Bandai. And, you know, that's not necessarily good for the game. And another thing, you know, kind of a trend is, Bandai loves to, you know, hit the cards, hit all the cards around the problem card. And that drives me freaking insane because then you kill a lot of other types of decks and you still have this problem that you have to deal with for another, you know, however many sets. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, since it has been out since set one. So for 14, <laughs> set, 14 <laughs> sets later, yeah, yeah, 14 sets, you know. I did say in set two, Rowan, oh my God. I brought this up a lot recently. When I saw Nick Brady go undefeated Swiss day one because of Sensu Bean, because he was killing people on turn two and set two, I said, this card, uh, I don't know, guys. But I mean, at the time, to be fair, it was unyielding trunks. So it was like yes, yeah. you had, at four. You, yeah, you had eight. You had, <laughs> you eight. had eight. But still. It's too good. Still, the premise was there. Yeah. They, they know, man. I yeah. mean, honestly, they know. And I think they're just scared to do it. Like. Because there will be a knee-jerk reaction well, from yeah, the Yeah, the other issue is if you look in the the groups, right? Like I, I always scroll through. I don't talk a lot in the groups. But um, every person who's brought up Ban Sensubin, they get destroyed in the comments. Yeah. They get destroyed. Every person just flames them nonstop. And it's crazy because the people flaming them don't understand that's actually the problem. Right. Like I, was, I, like, I see those same things. I'm like, man, I should go in on these people. But... I'm in a different place in my these days. The old me rewind pre COVID Mike would have went in all these people, but like where I'm at in my life now, I just say, Hey man, let these people have their thoughts. This is what they think. This is why they're unsuccessful in the game. And this is what this, it is. This is growth. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, this is, I, fatherhood will change you, you know, the evolution mm. of Michael Ricciuti. Yeah. I used to, do a, I used to do a lot of roasting on, on discussion group. Now I've just chilled out. I'm just like, it's whatever. All right. So, uh, let's, let's move on to, uh, the world tournament. Um, so Sean, you you were the the champion of the first ever hermit style world tournament. Um, congratulations again. That's what they tell me. I uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to kind of go through and just talk about your day at the tournament, the deck you ran. You ran a a very unique list. You ran starter Broly, right? Yeah, I sure did. Is this a deck that like, is this like a pet deck of yours that you've always worked on or are you just, just on a whim or just um, like, oh, yeah. Broly. <laughs> <laughs> so when, um, the Unison series first came out, whatever the hell set, uh, when the Bardock, the Bardock Unison came out, I literally sat there. I'm like, all right, this, this Unison's amazing. Let's see what I can do with it. So I went on the, the DBS website, the card search. I put in one drop green cards. 
and I'm just sitting there looking at all the cards that he can work with, and I'm like, man, a lot of these are like Broly cards. So I sit there, I throw together a Broly BR, you know, starter deck, uh, you know, a hand control version with the, all the crit dudes, and uh, you know, I I start winning. You know, I I win a lot, and so I'm like, wow, this is this is pretty good. Um, so, you know, as the sets have come out, it honestly hasn't gotten that much support, but I've kind of been, you know, reworking numbers, adding some things, taking things out. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's been kind of a, I guess a passion project since, you know, the unisons came out. Very cool, man. Very cool. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm taking a look at your, your list now and you're running the, uh, so we'll start with just the main engine of the deck, I guess, if you will the Broly's that you play, um, you run the, uh, the four drop into the seven drop. How did that work for you? Um, so obviously with this list, I went because mostly because of Bardock, I went kind of the hand controly route. Um, the four and the seven is, you know, obviously you don't get that nice board control that you get with the other chain, but it's a lot more compact. You know, you just get four and then seven and, you know, you just slap some chompas on there, you get some fat double crits. And, you know, it's a lot of good offensive pressure with, you know, not that much commitment. So, you know, it's it's been working pretty well. Nice, nice. Yeah, and I, I noticed you did run three chompa. That's pretty crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not run any less. It, it just, you know, it's the perfect number. They, you see them when you like to. And honestly, that ends up being the finisher a lot of times. So, uh, yeah, Champa's a good card. Nice, nice. And then um, the other one, and we'll we'll save the rest. I think we may end up doing a, a deck profile for the YouTube channel. So we'll, we'll save some of the specific deck talk for that. But the other one I am curious about that both myself and I think it was Sublet was commentating with me at the time of your match when you played Mirror Assault from the Skies. We were like, well, where did that come from? Um, what what was the logic? What like what was your reasoning behind running that? And did you like it as the as a one of in the deck? So before I went a hundred percent mono green, um, I didn't play any overrealm because you play overrealm, you lose your sparking, and then you're in for a really bad time. But as I was playing, you know, testing, uh, I realized at certain points I'm like, man, I wish I had just one more swing, you know, one more swing, let's go all in and just try and win. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to add, you know, one of overrealm finisher. And uh, I mean, there, there's probably a lot of options that could go there. You know, you have man on a mission who's kind of thematic with the, the hand control. You have uh, Bardock, um, the dual attack, who's just, you know, obviously great. Everyone uses them. Um, but the, the Mira, you know, just a 30k double, and then you get a nice draw and an untap for, for defense for your cell Kamehameha's. That just seemed like, you know, a pretty good pick. So I went with that and yeah, I'm definitely glad that, that I included it. Cause you know, there were those times where I'm like, man, I wish I had one more swing and, you know, you just bust that out. They don't, people don't expect it. They, you know, they assume you're done and, uh, you know, yeah, it's just a nice way to close out games sometimes. Nice. Nice. Well, cool. Um, well, yeah, well, clearly it worked for you. You took the, you took the tournament down. Do you want to just kind of run us through, uh, how your matches went throughout the day? Sure. Um, so starting out, uh, game one, we ended up, I was playing, uh, against the, the Videl leader, you know, the green stillest package. 
And uh, it took us a sec to get started because we were having some uh, connectivity issues. I wasn't able to like see his screen, but we got it all sorted. And, um, you know, it, it was, I feel like a pretty good matchup for me because I think that deck depends on, you know, you attacking them a lot, them comboing, drawing off it. And I just played super lame and all I did was attack with crits. Um, so, you know, that was, I think, uh, pretty, pretty well in my favor. Um, game two, I faced off against Chris's Toa deck, which is absolutely bonkers. Um, I think that's actually really strong. The ability to play, you know, these two drop Xeno guys, you know, 16k crits, 16k doubles, all that for one energy. And then also free Gohan count. It's pretty crazy. Free floodgates is, is ridiculous. Um, but he ended up, um, in me, or I don't remember if I won game one or he did, but, um, it, I ended up losing it, um, two to one and, you know, just very close games down to the wire, every time. but that the Bardock counterplay just really hurts. You know, every time I tried to go into a four drop, there would just be a nice Bardock there waiting for me. Um, so that was, that was really tough to play around, but. Um, yeah, some very close games there. Um, and then the third game I went against, actually, I still can't believe this. I went against a, a mirror. I played yeah, against wild. another starter deck Broly. Who um, would have thought? So I come into the game, right? So I come into the game. I put down my leader. I see he's got the same leader. I'm like, oh, shit, dude, I'm dead. He's going to be smacking me with double strikes all day. And he doesn't care about losing his hands because, you know, he's Broly. So, but then uh, game one, he starts, he charges the four drop crit. I'm like, oh shit, this is a true mirror. I am playing against Broly hand control. So um, that was just absolutely surreal. Um, our builds were slightly different, but, you know, mostly the same. And, uh, you know, I ended up taking game one because I, uh, I ended up, killing his entire hand and then killing his Broly so he couldn't move up the chain because, you know, you got to drop cards to do that. Um, and then game two, uh, we both bricked pretty hard, but luckily I came out on top. Um, so, yeah, that was the end of day one. And then went into top cut. Uh, the first match was against uh, Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta. You know, it was a, you know, your classic blue deck. And that one was, whew, that was a long one. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys know it. it our first game took, like, forever. Um, we didn't get... That, that was the only... That was the one game. Um, we were getting near the end of the second one, but, um, yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, I just had to play strong defense, and uh, it, it, the finish was absolutely ridiculous. He, um, I had the, the boo on board to where, you know, he has to discard to attack it. So he plays Turning the Tide, gets rid of, you know, everything, resets the game. And I didn't have Sparking then because, you know, he got rid of my drop. So I couldn't use my leader's ability. So we were slogging on, and then he top decks a baby ape, and I'm at three life. So he plays the baby ape. I think I'm super dead. All I have is a Vegeta super combo on board. So he swings with the baby, combos the one Drew, goes to 35. I combo my super combo, go to 25, draw. And I was, you know, just hoping and praying for, 
you know, like a cell Kamehameha to get me out of it. I thought I was super dead. Uh, and I drawn to another Vegeta super combo for that draw. And then I drew into, I think like a Paragus or something, but anyway, five wow. K and I combo city. out and it was exactly, I, you know, I said before I, before I comboed the Vegeta, I'm like, all right, let's see those God tier top decks. And I was a hundred percent sure I was dead, but drew into the Vegeta drew into something and ended up taking that game. And then, you know, we got to time in game two and you know, that was it. But that was, that was absolutely ridiculous. I thought I was super dead. Um, then the next one was against green go tanks, which honestly I was terrified of because it has a lot of removal, pretty good aggro. I did not want to face that deck. I know you have uh, opinions on that deck, Jimmy, <laughs> but, um, well well but that one, <laughs> but that one actually wasn't too bad. Um, I ended up, you know, just really Destroying. taking his hand away Destroying. from him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just crushing him for you, Jimmy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I was able to, you know, get his hand down to zero and then game two, I cited in the, uh, boo, um, you know, the boo topo, basically the green, green yep. topo, yep. um, citing that in. And that was, a really good call because he, he said, you know, screw all this other stuff. He just went full on the aggro. So luckily I was able to uh, <laughs> kind of stem that. Um, so that went well. And then I was actually very worried because I, I, I didn't want to play Krillin or Toa. Like I, I didn't want to play either of those decks. That was the, you know, the other two competitors and Toa, I mean, was, a really bad time. Krillin's a bad time because he draws so much and, you know, it's tough to hand control that. Um, I think I'm glad I went against Krillin because Toa, I think is an even bigger nightmare. Um, but yeah, I, finals was uh, Krillin and starter Broly, which I don't think anyone expected. Um, no, not at all. But, <laughs> but, you know, I, uh, I just had to really manage, manage my attacks i swung with only crits and really had to you know work around his um his awakening um i you know i tried to keep him at five life you know kind of plan it out like oh he's going to take a life his turn blah 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 and then when it gets back to me he's at five and then you know i could hit him with a fat double crit get him down to three and work from there i really had to kind of like manage a lot of what i was doing um and you know he he played great games, but luckily uh, I was able to come out on top. Um, Bardock, Bardock Unison is a lifesaver against those types of decks because you can get rid of their blue-yellow for arrival. You know, you can get rid of their Bojacks. Um, but yeah, that was, and I think a lot of that, obviously, he didn't have very much experience facing green starter Broly. Um, so that, that definitely helped. But yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Um, didn't expect to win. Um, wasn't even sure I was going to top, but, uh, you know, luckily I, you know, I pulled through and yeah, it was, it was awesome. Awesome playing all these different decks. Nice. Well, yeah, man. Well, very well deserved. It's, it's really cool. I think one of my favorite parts about the event was everyone kind of played decks that, um, weren't really meta like there there was just a lot of cool decks that you could tell were like pet decks or like passion decks that people just really wanted to play mm -hmm. um so it was really cool to see so much variety in the tournament and then even cooler 
to see starter Broly, who I would have never expected to go that far to win it. So, yeah. But great job, man. Congrats. And uh, for those of you that want to see the the full deck, we're going to try and get that deck profile up on the YouTube channel if you wanted to check it out and play it yourself. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, like I said, just congrats, man. And uh, yeah, it was, it, it was wild. <laughs> you should, I don't know if you watched back the, uh, the the live stream, but myself and Sublet's reactions were pretty funny. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't even want to hear all the shit everyone was talking about me. <laughs> oh man, but all, all, all in good fun, all in good fun. But uh, cool. Well, that wraps up our main topic for the week. Let's go ahead and hop into results of training. Results of training. All right, and results of training, of course, brought to you by Pro Mats, best mats in the game. Um, I talk about this every single podcast because they are that good. The Hermit Style Mats literally are my favorite mats to play on. If you have not gotten one, I have officially ordered a second print run, so you will get a chance to get your own if you would like. But seriously, Pro Mats, show him some love. Jerry Roche in the Discord if you have any questions, and ProMats-Customs.com to get yours. He just dropped the new Kaba mat. It's super sick. I love the manga art. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's actually in the Discord. There's a, in, I forget what it's called. It's the uh, Turtle School Sponsors. That's what it is. There's a Turtle Turtle School Sponsors category. You can go down to ProMats. It's the second channel. And uh, it's all right there. He's got the matching sleeves to go with it. It's pretty sweet. So, uh, yeah, definitely, again, show some love to pro mats. But, all right, um, results of training, I'll start it off with Mike. <laughs> what uh, what have you been, uh, what was your most recent games like? Uh, I played some Vigek versus Soul Striker yesterday, uh, and I played Vigex against Icarus and Vigex against Cell Surge. Um, I won all the games. I definitely was like, oh, it's this is a deck. And I'm like, mm, maybe it's not a deck. I don't know. They <laughs> <laughs> won, but the winning was too close to like, for my comfort. I wouldn't. And then, I mean, I've played a lot of games. So like, let me, I've watched more games the past 14 hours of play testing than I have actually playing due to TikTok. But like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, so what you mean was, no, no I played those games, but okay. like, like I played Marcel, Jordan, Frank, uh, and some randoms on untap. And then like once everybody was on, cause the team's huge. It's like way too many of us on this team. Not actually way too many, but it's a lot of us. It's, I think it's like 14, 15 of us, something like that. Once we're all on, like, you know, I'm just, I, I sat out, we'll start watching them play and watching TikToks. But, uh, I, I mean, result, my, my results of training without giving away like the secret text and stuff like that. Obviously I can't get, Marcus would be mad at me if I was giving out secret text, but like I do think that decks like SS4 Vegeta, there's still something to them because I was playing. We were playing with them with no Zamasu, or no Bojack, anyways during testing. The deck was fine. I think like the Buster being gone hurt, so I need to find a new engine to put in that deck, like a new defensive engine, right? I don't know what it could be because like Glider Buster was very unique in what it did, but I, I mean, I think something's still there. Um. Surge cell is broken, man. I don't know. Can you count? If you can count, do math. Surge cell is broken. That's the deck to play. Like, you play it. I. If you can't main deck Deborah in your deck, you're probably going to lose Surge cell. Like, if you, you just can't main board it. And, like, there's this, I guess, 
I guess I don't. I guess like or paradox. I guess that's the correct word. Like when you could play Cersei and main BMS right to counter people who main deck Deborah. But if they don't have main deck Deborah and you and your main deck in BMS and you go play BMS, take that take that energy off to play a BMS. That's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. They could awaken in that time and get the cards they need to be able to like stabilize because you played a BMS. So it's like, and you play that with, because, so I don't think you can main BMS in Soul Surge Cell. I think it's unmainable. People be like, oh, I main all the time. I'm like, yeah, but you're now moving too slow because you're not going to play a turn one. The correct play is not to do that. On I turn think one. the issue is that it's a deck that thrives off of winning game one. Yeah. yeah and I, when you, potentially lower your chances of winning game one against a wider majority of decks that are actually going to main the Deborah versus decks that will not, it ends up hurting you over a long spread. That's exactly what I agree. I agree with that also. So that's why I say like, I think it's a trap. People are made. You just can't main it because if you made it, you have to play it every time. Right. And they just don't have the Deborah. And like, I guess you could, your rule could be, I play against a black deck. I'm, I'm playing my Deborah. Right. If it's not a black deck, what do you go holding your hand for combo power? That sounds silly. Right. You don't need combo power in your third cell deck. So uh, that's like one of the things we've been trying to figure out if you can, if you can main deck it or not. I'm on the side. If you can't main deck it, uh, Icarus is just broken. I don't know. I keep having 20 card hands and I'm like, this is disgusting. Uh, actually, before I came here, weirdly, I was watching soul striker versus Icarus soul striker beat Icarus. Uh, I think that 17, and Foo Shrouded can turn games if you if you play. The problem with Manny Foo Shrouded is I, everybody has the answer. I mean, not everybody, but all the popular decks have an answer. Whether they're winning faster than you can play the card, so it's a dead card in your hand, or they're playing Frost Deadly Poison. <laughs> Just like, ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you either do yep, it. Yep. Frost that poison. is one of the answers to Foo. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> and that is the card that uh, a lot of decks can play in the format right now. Yeah, so it's just like, it's weird, you know. Uh, I explored Tricolor Android 16 before I got on TikTok this week. That was like one of my decks I was working on heavy. I think Tricolor Android 16, there's there's possibility there. That that may be a deck, actually. No joke. Uh, I think that having access to Zamosity Eliminator, Chompa the Trickster, and Goku Black, uh, Apocryphal Schemer, the card from the Anniversary Box, I think those cards were cool in the deck. They, like, felt good. And when I was playing them, I didn't have any issues. Deck ran smooth. So I would definitely consider, like, trying to figure out how to play a tricolor deck at this point because it felt good in 16. But 16 is a leader who doesn't draw on his backside. So if I could find a leader who draws on his front and his back, that could be good. And interesting when you guys are talking about world tournament tournament the the results from it, I think Stormfist Krillin is the second best blue leader in the game. <laughs> like no joke, you've always liked that leader too. I have always liked that leader. I really think he's the second best blue leader in the game. You need why Icarus is so good against Surge Cell. Like I don't think it's like favorable favored, but like why it even has a chance over Soul Striker because they both draw cards very fast, right? Is that it self awakens. And Soul Striker doesn't. Well, Krillin self-awakens and draws two cards per turn, technically. It just draws one on the attack and one at the end of the turn versus Icarus draws it on the plane of the higher dragon and comboing higher dragon. But if I negate the leader attack, you can't draw the card. So at, at that moment, I say, hey, man, this is a very similar, like, card right here to this one. It's can you make blue work the way they make yellow work? So you have to figure that out. Um, 
I'm not going to take the time to figure it out, but I think it's very good though. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, Sean, what about you? Any, any testing you've done recently? So haven't played that much to be honest since the world tournament, but um, I have been messing with uh, Chris's Toa deck. Um, frankly, I haven't done well, but uh, I, I realize now it's <laughs> too, too many cards. You, know, you can't <laughs> combo with. <laughs> Well, that 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 came up, um, but really, it's because <laughs> really, it's you know, I was just spamming like crazy, not even thinking, just Vegeta, 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 which is cool, but you know, it, you you do have to be, I think, a little more strategic, and you know, you have cards like you know this the SS four Gogeta thwarting um, for four, who's really good. So I think you know you got to play a little bit more of a controlled game. Uh, I mean, obviously you got to build your board, but you got to use utilize the Bardock counters, um, and you know, just I, I think probably if I played a little slower instead of just going crazy, I would have done better. Um, but I think that the deck's there; it's it's pretty strong, um, and and Vegeta super combos at least kind of helps with the clunk. So um, there, there's something there; it's it's good. I think the yeah, I really want it those cards to be solid um i'll be honest i don't think that that deck has a place in the competitive space like i don't i don't see it i watch the games all day the deck dies the sensu bean yeah, yeah uh, it does <laughs> that was it, the first thing we learned when everybody's talking about on discussion group like that ruling came out that you could do it everybody's like freaking out on discussion group so like that day we played the deck like maybe like from maybe like 9, 10 a.m. to like 7 at night, people were like running games with it. And every last one was like, why we just lose the Sensu Bean? Yeah. <laughs> like- lose the Sensu Bean, you lose the Protector of the People. Um, it's it's like a gimmicky kind of deck. I think it's a cool like locals deck. I think it's yeah. a cool fun deck. Um, the cards look sweet. I think it would top, I think it would top a webcam. That's yeah, I true. think it could top a webcam. I think it's strong enough for that. But when we're like talking about decks that are strong for perspective of like Nats, nah. it doesn't stand a chance. No, nah, not mm. not at all. I yeah. think I think we know what you can play at Nats and what you can't play at Nats. I do. I really want it though. Those cars to be better than they were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all because so they, they look so good. I know. And black multicolor. There still might be something to black multicolor that I haven't explored yet. Yeah. Outside of what just cramming every single one of them into a deck like or using the prismatic oh, no i think there's a green deck i I actually told jim about this months i don't know if it's months maybe a month ago i don't know i was looking at uh playing the majin boo leader oh yeah 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 did you ever try that i did and it oh, worked it worked yeah okay yeah. It, with the green black energy the gohan so because the the negate's pretty decent Right. Oh yeah, the negate's sick. That's like <laughs> that. That negate's solid. Yeah, then, and then the the other one's a double striker. Right. I was like, okay, so this isn't the worst card I've ever read. No, no. So sure, I'll play it, and I want access to Barat the Tenacious. That's why I was playing it because Barat Tenacious to me is a broken card. That's funny because uh, Marcus on the podcast on on when he came on the show, that was the card that he brought up uh, when we were talking about Gen Con prep. Ah, yep. Mark, I see. I didn't know that. I didn't listen to the episode. I, that was when I was supposed to be on, and I couldn't be on because of Jim yep. Con, so I had to send my man Marcus in to do do it for me. But yeah, I mean, Bart's Nation is a very, very good card. A lot of decks can't really do anything about it, so I do think there's something there. I don't. I think it has to be a green or a red deck, like green, red, green, black, or red, black. 
right, I'm just I was playing. I'm also playing in my Bulma deck, red black. Also, like I was like gonna not say it, but like that's what I'm testing: red black Bulma, so I can play Bard Tenacious. Because that's I have, pretty cool. I have blockers naturally in the deck, and right? Bard like, Tenacious just puts it another yeah. step up. And also the Bardock in the deck when you play it to the board is very good yeah. because it's five neg five k to a card and Bulma's like smaller, so it's kind of convenient that he can like save you on an attack like that, and also be a blocker. Yeah. So that was uh my my interest was there on that. Uh, I've been working on that. Uh, I mean results, it's coming along. <laughs> it's not bad. Results I mean, vary. I if I had played it a webcam, I top. But like I don't Nats, I don't know. I'm like yeah, uh, I, I I can't fly to pass. I can't fly to Pasadena. Playing super jank. All right, well let's uh, let's keep it moving. <laughs> We're starting to run out of time a little bit. I want to get to some questions in the mailbag. So let's uh let's hop in with Monaco. I got a special order on a pallet of sweets for Jocko. Wait, aren't you Monaco? Monaco's delivery service. Believe it or not, we all picked a question before the show, not doing it on the spot this time. So maybe, uh, maybe yes. we'll sound uh, a little more prepared than usual. Um, Sean, do you want to do you want to start us off with the question that you picked? Yeah, sure. So um, I picked a question from Getum. Um, the question is, what is your most memorable win or loss in a tournament? Um, I think I had the I had this game against. Um, against a uh, Hachiak way back in the day when, when that deck first came out and I was playing some janky stuff, but, um, uh, we were going and, um, game gets down to it and he plays the Demigra, uh, the dark Overrealm Demigra for five, the secret rare. And luckily I had, uh, a negate to stop it when he swung, but, um, at that point, it, you know, it, the game had been going so long that I just start spam because, you know, he combos with all the battle cards in your hand. I start spamming battle cards. I just play the battle cards from my hand, not even to use them, just to get them out of my hand so he cannot combo with them. So I'm just playing useless cards. I'm playing super combos, just whatever. And every turn he's swinging with this fat 40K, but he can't combo. And, you know, I'm just saving all my counters, um, just countering, doing all I can. And this game just goes on and on and on and on forever with him. And I, I have nothing to get rid of this fat, you know, freaking monster that's swinging every turn. And eventually, but because he, you know, overwhelmed his drop, he eventually <laughs> ends up just decking out. And I win by deck out. And wow. it was the most ridiculous painful game i've ever had but it was it was definitely interesting sheesh that's a good one let's see who's mike you want to go next oh uh, yeah i got one uh it says would you want Bandai to keep making huge card sets but having archetypes be meh or have less number of cards in their sets but actually take time and make the archetype stronger uh i don't mind having the sets the way we are now um i think that's i prefer it this way a smaller set would make my cards worth less, which is more important to me than anything is the value of cards. I got to spend money on these things, you know? So money is valuable. I I like, I like the way they do it now, but they could, this, the amount of cards are printing isn't why the archetypes aren't good. It's just literally it was before set. 
11. It was every set got replaced by the previous set. Like one or two leaders would stick around maybe like, you know, Janimba, Shinron, Yellow Broly. But there was new leaders every set that took over the meta. Now, ever since set 11, it hasn't been that way because they just printed one set, one set over, way too overtuned. So now it's like, oh, people complain about the leaders. It's just undertuned compared to set 11. Set 11 is the most dominant set we've ever seen. Every leader in that set has at least topped an event, except Garlic Jr., at least once. But I think the number was like four times for each one of them at, at the men. Which So it's like, and like, I think seven of them, not seven, six of them, six of them won, won events. That's insane. No, no other set's been like that. So that's kind of like just throwing the game off for a lot of people. But before, they were power creeping every set. And then they stopped power creeping, and now we're complaining about that. I just think there's there's no happy medium, to be honest. Um, I don't think like, some people are like, well, that sounds like rotation needs to happen. No, I don't think rotation needs to happen either. What I think needs to happen is when a leader just takes up too much uh, winning spots in a format, they just need to ban the leader. Like, stop banning cards, ban a leader. Get that simple. All right, and that question was from Reductive of Icewind Dale. Um, and I'll wrap us up today. I will take a question from Rice for Life. He put two questions, but you cannot fool me, sir. I will pick one of them. <laughs> <laughs> My man, trying to sneak it in there. Um, he said, but I will pick the second one because I like this one. Uh, I like I like more fun questions than competitive questions because we spend like an hour an hour, yeah, it's doing competitive. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, it makes me, I don't have to think as much. I can just have a fun answer. He said, who would you like to have as a guest character introduced as an SCR in set six saying showdown? Perfect. Cause they're, they're coming very soon. Right. Um, all right. But he said, who would I like? Not who I expect. Okay. Keep that in mind. Who I would like. Give me Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. Oh my God! Let's get oh, in yo, there. Oh yo, that's what's up. Let's get in there, <laughs> baby. Oh my God, I would lose. I would lose my shit if any guest characters from Cowboy Bebop. You know, you know who the you know who the you know who the SCR guest appearance is, right? Who do you think it is? Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Oh my God! Get the hell come out on, of here! Come on, man! It's Ultra Instinct. Get Shaggy. out of my house, dog! <laughs> <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. That's a perfect place to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Sean, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Any shout outs you want to do before we before we I hit the the beautiful outro music? Um, Shout out to my good friend, Brant Flowers, Nuke and Foobs. Um, You know, he's always uh, keeping me in the loop on these rulings and such. Shout out to you, Jimmy. Uh, thanks. Yeah, yeah thank the you. the Hermit crew. Yeah. Shout out to you, Jimmy and Mike, for uh, you know doing this amazing show. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Thanks, guys. Oh yeah. All right. Well, uh, Mike, will we see you again? Uh yeah, yeah. I'll be back for sure. Uh, <laughs> what is it? What's today's date? Today's the fifteenth. I'll try to get back out here after Halloween. I got Halloween weekends. Of my son's coming up on two. So I think I'm going to do like Halloween with him that weekend. I should be, I'll I, I definitely be back for Nats. I'll be back for Nats. So. Okay, good. I'm sure, I'm sure we're looking forward to that. Uh, after today's episode next week, I'm going to start a brand new series of the podcast called The Road to Nats. So Ooh. each week 
um, talking about some different things to help us all get ready for Nats coming up. So it should be cool. I've got some special guests coming up that I haven't announced quite yet, but I will soon. I think you'll all be very excited. And uh, until then, we will see you next time. Yeah, I got the real one. Problem on my back every day. I got the shit. Guess way to try whatever.